Hello and welcome to Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do, a podcast about the finer things in life. I'm Sean Tony, and allow my fellow hosts to introduce themselves. My name is Cameron Bullseye Trenoland. <laughs> Wait, it says cammies and whammies, though. I'm, <laughs> I'm Jared Amadeus Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor. And I, Cam, I'm looking at your nickname in the... Wait, what? who are you? <laughs> I'm, my name is Cameron Bullseye Trenoland. <laughs> I thought you were going to go by Cammies and Whammies today. And that's no, that's just confused. my Zencaster name. Oh, Guys, man. I feel like we've fallen into a rut of sorts. And hear me out. Okay. Huh? Every episode starts off the same exact way. We say our names. Jared reacts, uh, overreacts almost, to Cameron's nickname. And then we just get caught in that. And then we try to transition into some light talk and then into the episode. Cam, I'm sick of this. You need to choose a nickname. But they're calling me a permanent. Nickname. They're calling me Bullseye. I can't. I can't determine the trend. Yeah, I call him Bullseye this month. That is the twelfth nickname at least that you've used this year on this podcast. Oh yeah, name more than two. Well, in January you used the Archduke, which also wasn't a middle thing. That was a prefix to your name. You were the Archduke Cameron Trenoland. Well, how times have changed. Jared, do you remember what he was in February? Uh, I believe he was Cameron. I'll have what she's having, Trenoland. In March, you were trying to go for that wordiness, and you made your nickname, put that thing back where it came somewhere. Or so help me. Oh, that's, man. That's just, okay. So that, was are supposed that, was, to... that was a dark month for me. <laughs> <laughs> nicknames are supposed to make your name, like, shorter, and you just dragged it out with your, just pulled out as many syllables as you could. See, oh, there was the month he stole my name. Jared was robbed in the month of April. He stole my name. He was Cameron, Jared, Amadeus, Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor, Trenoland. And while it was a mouthful, I do think it was like a very good sounding name. Like, I'll give him credit Maybe for if that. Jared had embodied his own name better, they wouldn't have given it to me instead. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to tell you guys. Who is this they? <laughs> the people. But Sean, I disagree. I don't think that it's a rut. I, I think that like... I. I think it's it's variety is the spice of life. And if anything, I think we could look at all of the names that he's chosen and maybe pick a best of 2018. Right, I got I got a ranking. I already ranked <laughs> it. And you, this is the uh, chronological ranking of Cameron's nickname. Wait a minute. Is it chronological or is it ranked? Or did it just get better? No, no. Worse it's a ranking. Worse? It's just a chronological ranking. Oh, so I thought oh, okay. you were like ranking them from like best to worst. No, he's, yeah. ra- no, he's ranking them from January to That's December. exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very exciting ranking. <laughs> That's not a rank. I don't think that's a no, rank. No, it's absolutely a ranking. It's it's that sounds like a that sort of sounds like a list. Yeah, it's a list. A rank is a position in the hierarchy. It's a hierarchy. There's yeah, no but hierarchy. it's a chronological rank. It's a no, chronological it's a chronological, list. Oh my god. Alright, let's well alright, so then he was is Cameron, is this seat taken, Trenalange? And I'm That was the fine dining episode, I believe, and that was fun. When you were Cam and Cheese, Trenalange, I didn't like it because it was redundant. You were Cameron, Cam and Cheese, Trenalange. That was also when Cameron's mic was messed up. That was low effort, Cameron. Yeah, low quality on audio and nickname. Yeah, but when you were Cameron Tall Glass of Water, Trenalange, it was refreshing. I just want to go it was refreshing, thank you. But I want to go back and say that you know, sometimes nicknames, they're just, like Cam in itself is a nickname to Cameron. That's not redundant. That's just a nickname. So Cam and Cheese is like, it's like playful. Like, oh, I don't feel like just calling you Cam. I want, I, I want some cheese with my Cam. We could spend an, all the time in the world backing this up, but they can't all be winners. And happy as a clam, but you can call me Clamorin. Was very yeah, it clever. was Cameron, happy as a clam, Trinolange, but you can call me Clamorin. So we got two nicknames into one episode. It's almost like he made up for previous bad nicknames, of which they're not really bad. They're just 
low effort. What? No, I, I would say that uh, the put that thing back where it came from one is a bad nickname. Because I would <laughs> never call someone what? that. Like, oh, hey, here comes put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me. That's just, number one, it's ripping <laughs> off of Monsters, Inc. And number two, it's just too many Ripping words. off? Hey, what's I like to think it's an homage. It's not ripping. It's ripping. It's, 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 I, think it's I think it's plagiarism. What? You think it's plagiarism? I think I accidentally plagiarized John Mulaney and then I gave him immediate credit. That was plagiarism. That was a, that was a highlight. Uh, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, but Cam Cam didn't credit it. Uh, it you don't have to credit Wait. a reference. Do you want me to put it's a, a copyright? Yeah, it's a reference. You want me to go back into the episode description and add the Monsters Inc. copyright? <laughs> Wait, hold on. When he was Dracula, did he have to pay a royalty to Dracula for that? Well, no, because Dracula's in public domain, dummy. Ay ay ay. Oh, uh, well, I I didn't. I'm not up to speed with what's in public domain. Oh, uh, it's been in public domain your whole Look, life. Mickey though. Mouse is about to be. A I'm sorry. Domain. This is a punchy episode. I feel like we're being very punchy with each other right well, now. Well, I mean, I right, well, right now, I mean, we're criticizing and critiquing Cameron's name, so it's it's by nature very personal. I mean, when he was, yeah, when he was picking up, picking up, picking yeah, up. Yeah, I'm feeling attacked here. It's okay, Cameron. We're gonna help you f- just settle on like the best of. Tw- I, are you, you going to help pick it up, pick it up, pick it up? Yeah, I think my favorite nickname of 2018. Give me that Michael's Bikels uh, drum roll, please. Uh, I think my favorite nickname of his was. Is this seat taken? Uh, see, for me, I actually was a fan of the Archduke, number one chronologically and in preference wow. for me. Oh, Cameron, Cameron, which one did you identify with the most? I really identified with, uh, put that thing back where oh I came from, so help me. <laughs> I really felt like it just captured my essence. Wow. Welcome to the nickname episode, <laughs> folks. Uh, Sean, are you asking for us to transition to a new topic? No, I want to do a whole episode if on only, nicknames. If only there was some magical item. That would help. Oh, what? whoa! Where is it? There isn't oh, one. Oh, I hear it. It's clicking. It's click, clacking. Where's that coming Wait, from? Hold on, I recognize that sound. It's clacking. I know that sound. <gasps> Guys, I didn't bring back this Ouija board. Did you bring back this Ouija board? I thought I gave it to Dracula. Jared, did you take it from Dracula and bring it back for this episode? Did you put it in those big pockets of yours? I, I haven't interacted with him. I haven't talked to Dracula ever since the event. Oh, we don't want to talk about the event. I don't want to talk about it. Whoa, 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 the Ouija board's moving right now. Guys, let's put our hands on this thing and figure out what it wants to spell. Jerk, you take the first character it says. Okay. Uh, it's going to the number t- two. Oh, uh, now it's going to zero. Zero. Whoa, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm, there's a secret board a part of this. I'm sliding it out here. Whoa, it goes all the way up to 18. <laughs> Two, zero, 18. What do you think it means? I don't know. This is like the Jumanji of the wait, spirits. Wait. Do you guys think that the Ouija board wants us to talk about 2018? Whoa, whoa, it's moving to... Yes. Guys, it wants us to talk about 2018. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah, I just noticed another compartment slid out, and it just says 2018. I thought, yeah, that well, that compartment, <laughs> I, th- I, I thought that if it would want us to talk about the year 2018, then it would have to pull out that other compartment that has all uh, 2018 years. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a little upset that we didn't splurge for the full deluxe every number in existence. Uh, Ouija board. Uh, that's because we don't have a sponsor yet. Maybe in the future we will have a sponsor. Guys, what a year it's been. Wow. Truly. It has been a whirlwind. We started this podcast... This year. We did. We started literally in January. Yes, that is the, the very first beginning. The recording was in December of 2017. Actually, I think it was actually. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I revealed I the secret. It was November, actually. I think it was November we recorded. We've been talking about this in, in the year of our Lord 2017. Mm-hmm. And 
and then in 2018, that's when we started. The year of our Lord, them. 2018. In the year of our Lord. Can someone explain to me that phrase? I got it from camera. <laughs> I know. I've heard it like in verbiage, but like our Lord's name isn't 2017 or 2018. It's Lord. It's not like the Jewish, like the Jewish years are like, we're in like 50. What's the Jewish year right now? You would know Jewish more than year. me. Why don't we ask the Ouija board what the year is at the Hebrew calendar? Yeah, whoa, it's clicking and clacking again. <laughs> Uh, yep, it's right. It's right. 5778. Wow. Uh, Thanks, Ouija. Thanks, Weege. <laughs> I want to call it Weege from now on. I don't on. know if it likes that. It's getting angry. How would you spell that? O-U-I-J? Uh, yeah. Maybe, I feel like maybe W-E-E-J, but just because it's a nickname. Yeah. Uh, I know what that's that, like. That's how I oh. Let's not open up that can of worms again. <laughs> okay, if you insist. This has been a seminal year. For the ooh la la, don't mind if I do podcast. True. We set out this year for this goal, for this podcast, was to release an episode every month, with the exception of us being a little bit delayed on the November episode. We yeah, did that. We, we did. did. We, we did we, that. We set a goal, yeah. and we achieved yes. it. And now I think it's time to retire. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. can finally No, nah, I can't retire. <laughs> no, okay. I can't retire from this thing. No, uh, no I'm excited for where this takes us. But, we, I mean, we, we, we got to reflect on everything that's happened. I mean, this is we've been through... We've been through life and back. I mean, we uh, we did it all remotely. We got together. We talked about everything from bathroom stall doors to uh, clams and uh, office supplies. We had a special guest. Oh, yes. Wait, guys. Do you see this right here? Ouija board has a baby. Aww. And on this thing, instead of numbers and letters, it's a, it's a series of oh. pictures. One is a toilet. <laughs> one is a plane. <laughs> One is a sports ball of some mm. kind. I think it might be a There's baseball. An Another one, a party hat. Another one, a plate with a fork and knife. There's one that just is a whole bunch of C's. <laughs> Wait, guys, I'm going to keep going through this, but I think this might be. It is. Every single one is a different episode of our podcast. That must be what it is. I don't get it. No, so I... Now, listen, I'm not very in tune with the occult. Okay. But... I believe this baby Ouija board. Baby Ouija. Baby Ouija. I think what we need to do is put our hands on this little baby Ouija board and see. I don't like that. Put our hands. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Let's just grab this little baby Ouija board. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what, Sean? I think it's more appropriate for you to coddle the baby Ouija and yeah. you can interact okay. with the baby Ouija. I'll nuzzle this. Baby Weege and see what episodes of or what graphics. Yeah, what see. Baby Weege is telling you. You should be the conduit through which Baby Weege whoa, whoa. speaks. Okay, hold on. Easy there, girl or boy. I'm not sure. You could be gender not. I don't know a lot about inanimate objects. Yeah, birth. but the, the click clacking is so much cuter from the Baby Weege. Guys, it landed on a little baby clam. Oh, Aww. sweet little clams, clam. which I think might be our lowest listened episode. <laughs> Which is why it's imperative that we go back and discuss yeah, it. Yeah, because you guys don't appreciate our Clams episode it's, You know what? It's because we didn't have a, a specialist on. It was three guys talking about clams and oysters, and what we needed was we needed a marine biologist. Have we? I don't know if my friend's title is marine biologist. In fact, I'm pretty certain it's not. But my friend Lindsay, the closest person I know to a marine biologist is her. And before we get into this, I do have a follow-up on something we discussed on that episode. Oh. Do you guys remember when I was going to go to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum to find the world's largest pearl? Oh, I absolutely do remember that. Whatever whatever came from that. So I actually don't know if I told you guys about this. Um, I, I did some work into that. And unfortunately, I did not get to see this pearl. But I want to explain the lengths I went to. Okay. 
So I called the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Was it a clam hotline? Uh, they did not have a clam hotline intact, God, unfortunately. That's an oversight. But no, I called them, no answer. And I tried multiple times. And I was like, how am I going to get through? Then I called the Ripley's Believe It or Not headquarters. HQ. Yeah, I called the headquarters located in Kissimmee, Florida, I believe. Oh. And I spoke to this lovely lady who was had the thickest Southern accent I've ever heard in my life. And I told her, I'm looking for a pearl. Uh-huh. Verbatim. And she said, oh, well, let me see if I could help you. <laughs> Did she help you? Well, she like, apparently she was new to the job. And when I called her and told her I wanted to find this pearl, she immediately was just like, cool, let's do this. And she gave me an email for the person who is in charge of curating the- Mr. Ripley? I don't believe it. Believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> oh. The guy who's in charge of getting the exhibits for the Ripley's Museum in Times Square. And it was like a personal email, I think, and she just gave it to me. So I sent him an email, no response, but I did reach out to Ripley's to commend this woman whose name I will not reveal on the podcast, not just because I don't remember, <laughs> but for her identity's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I went through all that. Unfortunately, no Pearl, but a wonderful public servant along the way. Our crazed fans might harass her about clams and pearls. I mean, I don't blame them. And I might, I may have just given... Some instructions on how to get to her, but please do not freak out this very nice lady. Hey, baby, we've got the best fans in the world. We love them. Yeah. So the long and short of that was you tried to figure out where the pearl was. And failed. And even Ripley did not know where it was. Yeah, the pearl Oof. is still out there. Wow. We just need to find where. Maybe that's the 2019. That might be my resolution for 2019 is find this pearl. That sounds like the plot to National Treasure 3. <laughs> but yes, back to the matter at hand. I did speak to my friend Lindsay, who is the closest thing I have to a marine biologist that I know. She has pet clams? Uh, I I don't think marine biologists have pet clams. I don't know if anyone has pet clams. How can I, tr- but- how can I trust her? They have pet clams. Anyone who's a self-respecting marine biologist has a pet but, clam. But um, Lindsay is my girlfriend Jenny's best friend, and she's like, hey, listen to this episode and tell Sean about clams. So she gave me a lot of different facts about clams, and I thought the most interesting, and I, sorry to get blue for a second, but um, next to barnacles, pearls have the largest penis relative to their body size. Whoa. And that's pretty fancy. That's her words, not mine. <laughs> her words, not mine. I didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't. I, I said it. That's some big dick energy. So the so you're saying the peen ratio is different? Is like a the human body's uh, body to penis ratio is very yes. one sided. They're astoundingly large, right? That's not just me thinking that. No, no, no. It's I was thinking it. Too. Okay, just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. Uh, she also told me that um, while we were arguing about whether or not like clams had brains. So they don't necessarily have brains, but they do have a few. It goes right to their dick. Thanks. But they do have a pair of complex cerebral ganglia, which control movement and things and stuff. Now, here's the thing. There are a lot of big words in what she said, (laughs) and I don't understand most of it. I'm just putting it out there. Wow. Very helpful. Uh, Bivalves go through reproductive cycles seasonally slash yearly and spawn every reproductive cycle. Once they spawn, it's very difficult to sex the clam, oyster, or mussel without dissecting it. And oh, doing wait, a wait. Histo- oh, so, so sexing the clam. So that's different from sexting a clam. Yeah, so sexing a clam is identifying the sex of the clam. It's not an act upon, okay. Uh, I, I have a bloopy and whoopsie that I want to throw in for the clam thing. Whoa. Whoa. Do you guys remember when we talked about what the most famous clam in media was? 
I was going to answer that with yes. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's hear it now. I think I might have just figured out the most famous clam. I'm sorry I've been thinking about it, but I no, think I got bring it. bring us home, baby. This clam is arguably the most recognized clam in the world. Oh, is it the one from Family Guy? <laughs> this clam is in theme parks. Oh. It's a part of this movie that is an institution. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Of course I am talking about... The clam that Ariel and the Little Mermaid uses as a bra. You've got to be kidding. Oh, my oh. God. This sucks. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Wait, those are seashells. Is a clam a seashell? Yeah, those are clams, my friend. Are, wait, are they canonically clams? Oh, my I believe so. God. Are you going to make me look up Ariel's bra? Oh Just type in Ariel. God. She's always wearing it. Why have I never thought about this? I got to look at I got to look at these these specimens. Oh, God. <laughs> if we didn't lose you before, <laughs> goodbye. Speaking of... Ariel and Wreck-It Ralph 2, looking good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to put this on. I was going to ask Jared about it. When I saw Wreck-It Ralph 2, I was thinking, where are the clams? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, the Whoa, the Baby Weege is moving. Baby Weege. <laughs> oh, I love these freaking things. <laughs> is Baby Weege pointing to F-Ball? Oh. Yes. Baby Weege is pointing to F-Ball. And let's look at the results of that poll. Back when we did our sports episode, which I believe was uh, episode three. Yes, it was. We did a poll to determine what our new brilliant fancy sport would be called. And we had called it F-Ball. And you had to choose between Ferrigno Ball, Fancy Ball, or Fuck Ball. I'm hashtag team Fuck Ball. I have good news and bad Uh news. Uh, People voted. That's the good news. Yeah. So the good news is... We know who came in last place. Okay, was it Ferrigno Ball? Ferrigno Ball came in last place wow. with 24% of the vote. Sorry, Ferrig. That's a boo-la-la. Yeah. Now, here's the bad news. Uh-huh. Tied for first place oh. is Fancy and Fuckball. No! So now we're tie-breaking. No, we got a tie-break. I have always thought it should be Fancy Ball. We had wanted to do an episode about pets, right? Uh, we still do. Uh, I think we will in 2019. Yeah, right. I'm but what, one of the things that was keeping us away from pets was that we were afraid that we would determine that no one pet is fancier than another and decide that we'd have to create a Franken pet that has all of the fancy elements of all of the animals that we like. You, you know, there was one at, at uh, Dracula's castle that really stood out to me. Which one? The Frankenstein's monster. Oh my god! <laughs> a very good pet. <laughs> but then we ended up doing sports. With- wait, wait, wait. Is Frankenstein's monster technically like Frankenstein's pet? <laughs> I think that's what I've made the Lord out to be now. I th- oh, I think that, yeah. Yeah, no, because I think it's like he probably feeds him, <laughs> takes care of him, found a mate for him. I've never seen Frankenstein eat or go to the bathroom. Hmm. I, I'm assuming that if Frankenstein needed to eat, you know that if Frankenstein's monster needed to eat. Dr. Frankenstein would help him eat. Does Frankenstein eat? He must. I've seen young Frankenstein, but I don't remember if he eats. We have to label monster versus doctor here. It's a, there's the misconception that Frankenstein keep, is what the do monster. I keep, Fra- I keep saying Frankenstein. I keep yeah, saying yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, all and right. then ooh la la, we don't mess around, all right? Wait, what? guys. Yeah. Does the F in F-ball stand for Frankenstein? Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Frankenstein of a game. Oh. Um, we took all these different parts. Oh, my God. And we made it into a sport. I think I'm. I will. I'm going to ooh la la right now. F ball stands for Frankenstein ball. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. Ooh la la. I'll pass. Thank you very much. Ooh la la. I'll think about it. We ran the gamut. Why are you passing on Franken ball? Because I think I think for a show that is about fancy things and fancy you know, every all things fancy, it should be called fancy ball. That's that's it. That's my reasoning. But but come on. <laughs> 
Oh. Oh. You know what? I don't know about you, oh. Cameron, but that oh come on really swayed me. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do to Frankenstein ball. That's all it took. Dang. You know, yeah. Frankenball is the official name. Come on, Bullseye. Come up with something. Ooh la la. Come on. Yeah! <laughs> Frankenball! All right. Did we learn about Whoa, Luigi Ball? Okay. okay, whoa, it's going. I didn't even know. I was going to talk more about sports. Sean, I feel fully confident that our sports episode didn't leave a single stone unturned. Yeah, we touched on curling and fencing. and. I'm surprised we didn't win an award, honestly. I don't know how... Frankenball. I think the only thing holding back Frankenball was the marketing because we didn't have a definitive name. So now that we've settled on the branding, this thing is going to take off. It's straight to the moon. Hold baby. on, Jared. What, What's up? What's that box behind the uh, Ouija board senior? It looks like it's a gift of some kind. Could you open it up and see what's inside? Yeah. No, I'm peeling off the wrapping paper. I'm untying the bow. Oh, I hope it's an award. I really do. I hope it's an award for best episode of a podcast. Hold on. Come on, baby. Hold on. I'm prying it open. It's a wooden crate. Hold on. Let me open it. Okay. Yes. Come on, baby. No, it's coming apart. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, there's all these packing peanuts. I'm going to throw it. Let me go. Don't eat them. Oh, look at this black box that came out of this big wooden crate. Let me open this up. It looks like it's holding something. Oh, how heavy is it? Hold on, Jared. Jared, Jared, Jared. Before you open it. If there is just a button on there, there's a chance that if you press that button, someone will die and you will win a million dollars. I'm not pressing the button. I'm just going to open up the box. Okay, okay. It feels very heavy, but not too heavy. Does it feel trophy-like? Yeah, it, it, it feels like something that you give to someone who's a winner. Does it feel like a burden that you've been bearing for years? Yes. I feel like it's only fair to let Cameron open this box from here on out. All right, hold on. Let me pass it to Cameron. Okay. Cameron, yes. do you accept the full responsibility of the box? I accept full responsibility for the box. I relinquish the box. I'm opening the box. Oh, this is a weird, this is like a door on this flap. Yeah, it's a big oh, box. It's a little creaky. Yeah, it's got to oil it. I'm looking within the contents of this oh, box. Oh, it's got that little, what is that? It's got like a little piece of cloth, like a uh, like a, a satin cloth covering it. It's so fancy. Better move this out of the way. Come on, baby, I want a big ol' award. <laughs> Wait, there's a card. Oh, the card? <laughs> there's a, what's the card say? Cameron, read the card to us. The card, it says... Dear ooh-la-la boys. Oh, that's us. That's us. I think we're... Wait, wait. Say wait. Say that again, but say gentlemen instead. Okay. Dear ooh-la-la gentlemen. Ah, that's us. Oh, do that again and just say uh, los tres ooh-la-la caballeros. Dear los tres ooh-la-la caballeros. Close enough. Oh, it's international. Oh, we have an international fan. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Honored. It says... Porque no los dos. Oh my god, there's a second <gasps> gift in here. <laughs> this is insane. Folks, this is we are breaking podcast ground right now. I just want to I want to preemptively thank all of our fans for going out of their way to give us such unique and interesting gifts. You know, so many people have the the unboxing video market quartered, but who has the unboxing podcasting market quartered? We do. We're pioneering. We're paving the way. I believe Sean, I believe it has something to do with the visual medium of unboxing uh and it doesn't lend itself well no one thinks about the auditory experience of unboxing that's why we're doing this. as we said in our music episode we are always pushing the visual limitations of our podcast and as i reach deeper <laughs> into what seems like a bottomless box it's a, it's a big box cameron that's why i asked you if you accepted full responsibility i, I feel something all right i'm lifting it's pretty heavy it has almost as heavy as describe the, the texture it feels like Pure gold. Oh, wow. That's come on, that. Come on. And they're smooth and heavy. And it, it's, a, it's shaped like an award. <gasps> you don't think. It couldn't be. It says, 
This is first place prize. First place prize for what? I see what it says. That's an award for the longest drawn out joke with no real payoff. We did it, guys! Oh, we yeah. did it, guys! We did it! We won! We won an award! It's like Sean always wanted. Finally! Got, it all paid off. We got recognition. We got recognition for being uh, funny, funny, uh, fancy gentlemen. Yeah, you thought those two minutes of us just vamping weren't worth it? We got an award for it. Oh, that was that was longer than two minutes of box opening. <laughs> That's five minutes of box opening, and Mike Patton's going to be thrilled to listen to it. <laughs> Whoa! Here we go again, baby! We just <laughs> Whoa, it was all over the place. Or she. All right, hold on. It's moving, it's moving, it's moving. And it landed on a... Uh, That's a plane, Sean. Oh, it's a plane. Okay. That's a plane, uh, you know, Sean. I don't fly in private jets, so I don't know what... It just looked a little foreign. No, I know it looks foreign. It's it's because it's because It only holds like 30 people at most. This must be referencing episode two. A transportation episode. I'm actually thrilled. I'm thrilled to revisit this, actually. One of the things that we had never considered in transportation was the bus. Boats? Because I had oh. had... Well, we didn't... Well, there were a lot of modes of transportation we didn't talk about, but one of them was um, what Scott brought up when when we were talking with Scott last month uh, about the bus with the beds, the bed bus. Oh, yeah, the bed bus. The tour bus. I think it's called bed bus. I mean, if you go back and listen to that, I remember I was so in my own head when he was talking about it. I was like, we, we'd never considered You were in that. your own head and also in your own phone playing that game that Scott recommended to you. Oh, we should let them listen to that. <laughs> we cut that out of the episode. do 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 Ooh, what's your go-to app, like your phone game? Um, it's a game, and it's called Word Crossy. Okay, I'll find it. Jared's already trying to find it. I like stuff for my brain while I'm on the subway. I love puzzles, just like House. (laughs) You know, people are always comparing you to House, Jared. Yeah. You guys are going to have to finish podcasts without me. I'm playing Word Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) And I can see him doing it so I can scold him. Jared, stop. What? I'm on level two. (laughs) I I do have one more selfish question since it was brought up at the beginning of the show. Oh, please, please, yeah. I, I must know, what is your favorite anime? Or at least one of your favorite anime. There is... I feel like I would say Ninja Scroll just because it's like old school and it's kind of like the first one of the first things I ever saw. But then there is and again, I'm an old school kind of uh, anime dude. So there was this movie called uh, it's called Perfect Blue. Oh, my God. Yes, that's a great Perfect choice. Blue. And it's like yeah. it's like fucking it's a hitch. It's like a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. But an anime about this actress who has a stalker, but she's also kind of losing her mind because the role she's playing is so intense yeah that it starts to like mess with her sight like her psychologically so she's kind of having a nervous breakdown while she's also being stalked right i remember seeing that i must have been in my 20s when i saw it and i was like this is the best thing because i'd always seen like there was robotech and transor z and like all that early anime that came over and a lot of the studio ghibli stuff and um i that was the first time i was like oh this isn't like fantastical. This is like just a movie done as a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you see things like Grave of the Fireflies, which That's another excellent film. then makes you want to like go jump off a bridge. Oh my, it's just t- top 10 sass anime deaths of all time. Yeah. yeah. My highest score is 51. I'm so proud of you, Jared. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, Satoshi Kon's incredible. Um, I definitely recommend if you liked Perfect Blue, which you, you did. Uh, Paprika is another great film as I've well. Heard of oh, I've, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Millennium Actress. I think Millennium Actress would be totally your speed. Awesome. 
But so a friend of mine told me to like to get back into, he recommended Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. That's kind of where I'm starting. I liked uh, the first season of Castlevania. I thought that that was good. I've heard oh, cool. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the the Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah. If you're getting into Full Metal Alchemist, you def- I would recommend starting with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's the one you want to go Brotherhood. With. Yeah. That's that's a good one. This came as anime corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new segment on the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Well, I mean, I, I think that I could do a bus if there were beds on the bus. As in you like you could take a hit from a bus? I think they have to be like really nice beds. It has to be like Oh, it'd have to be a temper fedic. It, it it would have to be something extremely comfortable and and um anti-nauseating because the thing is the only experiences that I've had on buses are um I'd say 50% of the time that I've been on a bus I've thrown up. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah. No, that's an accurate statistic. That's crazy. For real? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that is that's I'm so sorry for you because I use buses more like at least a dozen times a year. To clarify, not I, I'm I'm not including all of the years I spent on a school bus. Those do, I don't. Those are like a different kind of bus. Or like when you have to commute to New York I'm City. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about charter buses or coach buses because whenever I've been on those buses, those those are the ones that I tend to. That's I mean, it's wild. It's a real crap shoot. It, it's a clam shoot, if you will. I mean, it's like if you hold on. Don't associate clams with crap. Yeah, what the hell, Jared? You went from crapshoot to clams. Yeah, shoot. I mean, it's just the illiteracy. Clams are majestic creatures. Did you not learn anything from our episode? C-R-A-P-C-L-A-M. Apologize to clams everywhere right now. This is a public apology from Jared Simon. I want to apologize specifically to Ming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe that I've sullied your good name that you, you, you spent 500 years building. Um... The one time I threw up on the bus, it was, and I know that this isn't fancy. Oh my god! But that's, Fuck. but that's why I want to talk about it. It's so fitting it's of our fancy. show. It's, it's an ooh la la no. Yeah. One was on a bus, and I threw up in a bag after going to Harry Potter World, and it tasted like butter beer going in and coming out. Ugh. And then the second time I threw up, it was a, there was nothing in my stomach. It was just, it was like battery acid, boys. And so that's why I've never considered. Um, I think I woke a whole, we were, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I woke a whole bus full of people up with, with throwing up in the aisle. I, I, it was, this is why I didn't want to ooh la la the buses, you see? Wow. So now if, if I had a more comfortable seat and maybe more room on a bus, I could maybe handle the bus. Mm. Jared, I think we could do a whole episode on just you getting sick. <laughs> I've gotten sick a couple of times. One time. <laughs> just, just a couple. One time. I think I talked nope, about No, no, no. Save it for the episode. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I've never even, you would be impressed. Did you talk about the stinking rose on the podcast? I think I did. And I think we took it out. We can put some of it back okay in. we can show we can let them listen to some of that right now <laughs> because i do have i have i have a story oh well no there was a restaurant that i went to there's two of them actually there's one in san francisco i think that's the original and the one here uh in beverly hills and in, in los angeles is called uh, the stinking rose Ew. and i'm not trying to put them on blast as the kids would say and i went there once and it was it was a really nice night it was a fun night Oh boy, but it was it was a garlic themed restaurant. Oh. Their tagline is like we season our garlic with food. Oh no. I'm a garlic lover. I love garlic, but that sounds dangerous. That's 
so scary. It was. And I got the meat sweats from garlic, which I didn't think was possible, but it happened. And I had to take a couple walks around the block. And where this comes into play is that the restaurant, it was garlic themed. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't even know what what you imagine when you hear garlic theme. Is there mascot Wario? <laughs> that would be a good move on their part. No, that's Wario's pizza. And that is a topic for discussion in the future. Yeah. Every section of this restaurant is a different theme. And it's totally thoroughly messed up because there's this one they call Garlic Town and it's these <laughs> pinstripe tents indoors. We passed through the carnival section, which was really scary to me. There were no clowns present. I was going to ask, were you spooked by any clowns? No, but they had garlic hanging from the ceilings. We went into this themed room called Dracula's Lair. Oh, which wait, wait, I wait, believe- wait, 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 hold on. Why is he having that? I was just about to ask. I'm like, you better not take a vampire to the garlic restaurant. That and- was the conceit of this entire room, Cameron. Are you serious? I'll tell you. <laughs> I think the idea is that the food is so good not even Dracula can stay away. Are you serious? I think. That's oh, a bold no. call on their part. We were in this dungeon section of the restaurant. Oh, no. And we were eating garlic dish after garlic dish. And it all tasted really great, but it was garlic overload. Were they torturing you? I, you know, You're in a dungeon. Dracula's dungeon. Just being force-fed garlic. I was force-feeding myself garlic Ew. at a certain point, And I really enjoyed the night. But it was something else. And I, I'm just thinking, if we're going to go with a themed restaurant, it's got to be a fancier theme because it cannot be dracula's oh, lair jared yeah you're fucking gross <laughs> i yeah it wasn't a, it wasn't the proudest moment so i think i could do the buses if they had a bed in the back of the bus and there was enough room but until then even scott agreed that planes that never leave the ground are the fanciest way to go to go about town yeah ooh la la don't mind if i do ooh la don't mind if i do have you guys ever been in a limousine <laughs> yeah we talked about this in, in, yeah. in the episode oh, okay then never yeah. mind i still yeah. haven't i still haven't been in a limo yet. oh there's your resolution yeah if you want to if you want to bring something into next year so resolution le- resolution hashtag get that pearl hashtag and get that pearl hashtag in that limo <laughs> see these are all good i mean what is sean is your fantasy to drive in a limo like in the back of a limo like like in a like in a movie where you put your where, you, where they're driving and you get out through the moon roof and go i'm the king of the world is that the kind of no you just want to like go to the local mcdonald's i mean i just want to like go somewhere in a limo i think a mcdonald's would be very would funny. Be funny my mom one time what would your mom do at a mcdonald's no no she didn't do it she won a radio contest to go um yard sailing in a limo yard sailing yeah like going to separate yard sales and garage oh, sales in a limo. See, because i was thinking about transportation i thought about no like, you're not putting a boat in a yard it's like the act of going to several different yard sales a-l-e not oh A-L-E. i see now yard sailing is a different thing altogether that sounds more like a sport yeah why don't we have boats for land <laughs> boats for land yeah boats for land if we're putting airplanes on the ground is fancy would a boat that's on the ground be fancy yeah i think those are duck boats oh i guess you're right <laughs> yeah. huh those aren't no. fancy though those are like very much a tourist attraction yeah and they give you the little quackers oh that's fun what Hello, quackers. They give you a quackers? They give you a quacker. Yeah, everyone gets like a little. Oh, like a bill, like a duck yeah. bill. And okay. you go, and you go, eh, eh. Oh, I thought, I thought Jared was saying crackers funny. Oh, that reminded me. Making that noise reminded me of another noise that I made. No. And hold on. Yep, just as suspected. Baby Ouija board said. Whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. There's another spot. But Jared makes the banshee scream. He's kicked off the podcast. That's a very specific. Uh, That's odd. 
<laughs> cool. All right. Well, that's been it for Jared. Series wrap on Jared. What, what a way to end the podcast uh, this year is just removing one of its key members. <laughs> Scott? No, Scott said. Oh, yes. Yeah. Scott said he's trying to replace one of well, us. Well, that just made things a lot easier. Jared, it's been real. <laughs> so Jared's out. Scott's in it. This has just become a ska podcast. It's been real. It's been big. It's been fish. <laughs> there you go. See, I just want to say. Uh, Jared, don't go. I've been kicked off. What can I say? Oh, see, I was going to say that, like, I wasn't going to miss him. But, uh, Jared. But how could you not miss me? Jared, I take it back. Uh, I take it all. I take it all back. <laughs> I I hope you stick around for at least another year. Um, I can sign up for okay. that. Yeah, but you also do have to make an agreement not I to, will like. Ever, I will never Banshee scream again. Yeah. Well, uh, the funniest thing, if, if, if this is a true retrospective, then I, the funniest thing about that to me um, was not not how I realized after the fact how that could have been perceived by my neighbors at the uh-huh. time. But um, it, it left me hoarse. It was. Um, I just want to clarify. T- one thing I want to clarify for the listeners, because I was asked this. Yes, that was in fact Jared's voice. Did people ask you that? Oh, pe- well, people ask you that in general, yeah. right? Like, yeah, that's also true. Yeah, they just that's not even about the Banshee scream. They go, "Is that really Jared's voice?" I, I was one asked if this is how you actually speak, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Is that?" A- Jared's actual speaking voice. I'm like, you mean just him talking? And they were like, yes. And I said, yes. That isn't. And how did you explain it? You said that your voice is a combination of like. Yeah. So I grew up in Jersey. So it's like 30% New Jersey. And then when I went to school in New York, that had a pretty big effect on me. So I think that there was like 30% New York. And then the 40% left over, it goes back to New Jersey. But it was me, um, you know, making fun of my Nana in like the best possible way. Of course. I love my Nana. She's great. And uh, I think I mocked her or, you know, like it make, made fun of her so much that it became part of the way that I talk now. And so that's 40% of it is is Jewish grandmother. Like grandma, like son. But the specific thing I was referring to was just the banshee screaming, which was in fact not an external, like that was Jared. We put no filters on that audio. That was just Jared. Jared was possessed. That was just Jared. Wait, Sean, this is a difficult question to answer. And I don't even have a specific, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, and we can go around the table really, but. Why do you talk the way you talk? I'm hiding a terrible secret, and I... Uh-oh. I'm not at liberty. No, I just talk the way I talk because that's how I learned how to talk. I don't know. Oh. That's a weird question. I. It is a weird question. I that's will say I this. I will say this. No, no, no. I, there's a little bit of interesting thing here. Um, Sean swallowed a megaphone when he was a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually just had it installed around the rim of my mouth so that whenever I'm speaking, it just shoots out. No, um... Jenny pointed out that there are times where I sound a lot like my dad. Like, I pick up very certain quirks from him. Like, the phrase, get the heck out, like, get the heck out, that is very much a my dad phrase, as well as just, like, if someone says, like, oh, uh, I ran into John the other day. Oh, you ran into John? Like, stuff like that. My dad says that a lot, and when I'm around him, I start doing it a lot more. So I talk the way I talk, I guess, because of my dear old daddy. Wow. Yeah, that's a great. That's that's very interesting, Cameron. How sweet. Uh, I genuinely don't know. I think I'm just like I grew up around a lot of white people, so I I just talk like a what a white person from the East Coast. Right. Uh, I I th- like once in a while people like will say that I have an accent, but it's really rare, and I never know what they're talking about because I don't think I carry anything that specific. I think I maybe just have certain turns of phrase. 
One thing that really threw me for a fucking loop was because uh, I'm in California now and I was from Pennsylvania originally and I was talking to my coworkers and I said tournament and they were like, wait, what did you say? And I oh, said, so like tournament. Yeah. And they're like, you say tournament weird. And I'm like, what did you say? They're like tournament. And I was like, you say tournament. And then I like went to other people like, how do you say how do you say it? And they're like, tournament. Like, three other people said tournament. And I was like, what is wrong with all of you? So, to play a little bit of, and this is absolutely East Coast Pie showing, when you look at the root word. It's tour. Tour. You don't call yeah. it tour. Bands don't go on tour. They're wrong. They go on tour. I w- I've been to I've been to tournaments for, like, I've been to competitions across the country, and not once have I had someone correct me on saying tournament? All right, Sean, Bullseye, listen. <laughs> what um, what do you call the thing you put your garbage? Oh, this is a funny joke, isn't it? In? No, it's a genuine well, question. I'm sorry, I thought you were gonna say, "What do you call someone who does oh, this?" Yeah, I just, thought it was a joke. What do you call the thing that you put the garbage or the recycling? <laughs> You're still in saying it with like the delivery of the joke. Sorry, it's really throwing I'm, me off. I, it's, there's, it's, <laughs> what do you call? I'm curious. What do you call that thing? I'm sorry. Every time you said it, I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh my! God. Every time you said it, Sean was talking over you, and I still don't know what you're asking. What do you guys call? <laughs> No, I'm thinking about it too much. What do you guys call the thing that you put your garbage or recycling in and then bring it to the curb? Toilet. You bring your toilet to the curb? You put your garbage in the toilet and then carry the porcelain throne out to the curb? There's a garbage bag. There's a garbage can. Ah, There it is. It's a garbage can, right? Wait, hold on. Unfair question for me. I do not bring my can to the curb. You've never brought your garb. Okay, but you've never lived in an environment. You've lived in the summer. Yeah, where you have to wheel out the, the big like garbage can. I guess I just never did it. Really? Sean, have you never thrown garbage away? Yeah, I've thrown garbage away, dude. I just never, I never was tasked with the responsibility of drawing it out to the curb. Wow. No one ever asked you to bring the curbs to the to the curb. <laughs> no one asked me to bring the curbs to the curb. No. Um. Well, the reason I asked this is because I, I call them cans, like garbage cans, and they've never been a can. I've never had an actual can. Right, they've always yeah. been, for lack of a better word, bins. Right. Here in California, they call them bins. And I still call them cans, and people call me out for calling them cans. I'm like, oh, I gotta get the cans to the curb. No, like, you mean the bins? And I'm like, what? what, what yeah, whatever. It's where you put garbage. I sometimes call them bins, but I don't know if I picked it up from moving out here or not. Out in jolly old England, they don't even call them like garbage bins. They just say throw it in the bin. Like it's just called bin. Huh. Like, they drop garbage or trash or rubbish. Interesting. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, if, if I may speak on behalf if of you've the been whole lying country up until this point then i'd hope you're please being be honest. honest with us sean i can't be take honest it. if us. you're gonna give somebody some garbage for the way they say certain words get the heck out of here man let people, people talk give me garbage a, for on, saying orange on. or orange. But like really though in in a geographic sense do you see how large our country is like miles apart it's like what three thousand miles between New York and LA? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. miles, My, miles. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's five, like a like few miles. miles. No, but, you, but no, for real though, like you know what I'm saying though, right? Like it's yeah, they're like three thousand, an miles. insane distance away from each other. And if you expect people that live that far away to refer to everything exactly the same, you're out of your freaking mind. Yeah, how do you? What do you call the thing that you pull out um, that has clothes in it? Hamper it has forks a drawer. and knives that. Well, on, I put my clothes in a hamper, I, and it's a drawer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are so quick. No, because the way – What do you put your forks in the hamper? In, in, in the in, dish in, hamper. In the hamper. <laughs> There's only one exception to my rule. 
It's a freaking hoagie, okay? Oh my god! I'm throwing it out there. It's a freaking hoagie. Okay, here's the thing. I I, I love hoagie, Wait, oh. but literally no one else calls them hoagies. It is like just this small area of Pennsylvania that we grew up in. Yeah, Southeast Pennsylvania and a little bit of Jersey calls them hoagies. Yeah. Yeah, no, because in Jersey there were places that I knew that I mean I never really called it a hoagie. Sometimes I've said hoagie, but it wasn't like that wasn't weird to me. It was just like oh that's another word. We we grew up with hoagies. Well, specifically at Wawa, they're called hoagies. And Wawa is a big fucking deal. These are all things that we that we've discussed on the podcast in the past 12 months, right? I think that it'd only be fair to round out this episode by um, by talking about what's what's to come, by sincerely thanking everyone, by uh, uh, maybe hearing from the cast of characters that have appeared on the yeah, show. Yeah, I actually or... think we'll play that right now. We uh, got everyone who's ever been on our show to say something special. Um, so, yeah, here's a little word from... Friends of the podcast. This is Scott Klopenstein of the, the of the Littlest Man Band and formerly of Real Big Fish, and I'm saying congratulations on a year. A year. I mean, many things can happen in a year. A baby. I mean, well, think about things that happen in less than a year. You can you can make a whole person in less than a year. This is your ooh la la baby. You're gonna you're gonna watch it grow. You're gonna watch it go through tough times. I think anytime you can do anything for a year with people you care about. That's a beautiful thing. And do it for something for for people who care about it. You know what I mean? Congratulations. For ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. What the hell kind of name is that? They've been doing this for a whole year? Jeez. That's Sean. I don't know about him. And Cameron, uh, he's, he's a pistol, but, you know, not a good pistol. And then Jared, someone's gonna take him away one of these days. Well, congratulations on a year. Hey guys, congratulations on a great year of podcasts. My personal favorite was the Halloween episode. Keep up the laughs and conversation in 2019. Thanks again. Ooh la la. I can't believe it's been a year. Ooh la la. Because of you, I no longer live in fear. Ooh la la. What a wonderful show. Ooh la la. Oh, I'm Irish, don't you know? Hey, my friends at Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. This is Michael's Bikels. I just want to thank you for a wonderful one year anniversary. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much for having the best first year ever. Yeah, and Mike, thank you. Hello, this is Dracula. Yes, the Dracula. And I want to congratulate, ooh la la, don't mind if I do, on one year of podcasting. Sean with his charm, Cameron with his wit, and who could forget my sweet Jared. You kind gentlemen are welcome in Transylvania anytime. very kind of them that's really nice to hear i i feel kind of weird that dracula's still talking to us i don't feel weird at all i mean especially after what happened between yeah again them. cannot talk about but that. you know we've, we've had quite the year we've we've uh we invented our own sport that was a wild success we had our first ever olympics on the moon we threw the biggest most renowned party in the entire world <laughs> looking to the future you know it's hard to say where things are gonna go but you know we we've ended the year with some, I think some of our best content being, you know, we got to meet Dracula himself. We met Scott Kloppenstein yeah. of Real Big Fish. 
and it's just we i think we like especially that like our the you know having a guest like that on our show is something we never like forecasted i just like how conversational it gets with everybody and the more we hear from the fans the more it's heartwarming for us the more encouragement it is and we enjoy doing this but it's even more it's just even more encouraging when people are like oh talk about this or oh talk about that we put uh we put out a tweet earlier this year just asking people for topics just how we ended up getting room sense and honestly just seeing multiple people reply and it wasn't an insanely high number but any response at all was very cool and to speak transparently for a minute we are not 100 sure the episode relief schedule of next year it's something that we still need to talk about, and I just want to put it out there now that we will be making episodes next year. Mm-hmm. We are not certain if it's going to be every month, but we will put out multiple episodes next year. And if it's less than once a month, you can expect higher quality. That's the thing, though. What's cool is that is that this show has given us an opportunity to learn more about – I mean, because we're just three dudes, three really fancy gentlemen yeah. who didn't really know – you know, I mean, like – you know, granted, we're all in in the entertainment industry in some capacity, but none of us have really edited audio like this on on this level before. And, and there is a lot of editing. There's a lot of work that goes into this. And, and what's really funny is that we didn't even figure out the most efficient way for all three of us to work together until this last episode. And yeah, and that's what I and ex- I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly where where I was thinking. Like, we don't know what's going on next year, but we've learned so much just from being able to yeah. to make this and. And as we continue to make this, I'm sure we're all going to learn more, um, not just about the technical stuff behind the scenes, but also about, you know, how how to interview someone and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, being able to have the opportunity to talk to Scott. But, yeah, it's the long and short of it is this 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 podcast has been uh, just as great for us as it has been for you, because we know it's been great for you. Right. <laughs> but, duh. I mean, well, let's be serious here. We yes. know that uh, we are not podcasters we're not podcasters we're just three guys who like each other we wanted to do this to make each other laugh and to have some creative outlet for all of us and we found it and people like it and that's the coolest thing in the world you know there is one more thing i would like to talk about before we wrap this thing up Mm -hmm. because we don't even know necessarily when this episode will be out because the last wednesday of this next month or of december is the end of the year and I don't know if people are going to be listening to podcasts then. So this might be in January. This might be in December. But whatever you're doing. Yeah, you might be listening to this in 2019. Whoa. I want to wish this out to everyone who is listening. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Hope you have an incredible new year. Because from our Ulala family mm. to your Ulala family. Uh, you deserve the best. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Hanukkah wraps up tonight, right, Jared? Uh, when we're recording this, yes. It was eight crazy nights. <laughs> Tonight's the last night of Hanukkah. Chris was around the corner. There's so many other winter holidays. I don't want to exclude anyone, but stay warm, stay happy. And stay tuned after the, the cheers, because if there's one thing you can look forward to besides the next episode of Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do, it could be a very, very special segment where it harkens back to our February episode. Um, <laughs> I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to try clams in the shower you know we when we set out to this podcast it was we just want to do something for fun something that we could connect with each other again because we all live remotely now and we set the goal of doing one episode every month and as we mentioned before we hit that goal and now as we go into the new year and we're looking ahead and we saw everything we were able to do with this podcast and we're kind of reassessing our lives we will communicate and you know looking ahead like we're just really grateful that you know you guys have like been listening and reaching out to us and granted we did not get a single damn email yeah what the hell <laughs> what the not hell? a single one so you know what guys i take it all back <laughs> but no seriously you get you guys have been great on twitter um i've been seeing the itunes reviews and i thought a good way before we do a final final send off is to go 
look at our iTunes and and see some of our more recent reviews. There's one I- that we haven't discussed yet. Oh, two. One is from username Bupcake, which is my friend Andy. I think that's also her Twitter handle. She has really incredible art. She asks, is one episode about clams really enough? Oh. More clams, please. Little does she know. I completely agree. Uh... And there's one more. I can't I'll let you handle this one. Okay. This one is from Tori Wink, whose joke I used in uh, the music episode of Scottian, so you can thank her for that. Tori rules. Yeah. She's this so podcast cool. got me in trouble. Five stars. I laughed so hard listening to the Halloween episode that my roommate yelled at me on public transportation. Five stars. So there you go. It's, Descent with roommates and hard laughter. We like to think we're the bad boys of the podcasting world. <laughs> I think we're the good boys. I think we're very good boys. Sean, I think it's time. Wrap it up. Take it to the curb. This is the season finale Damn. of La La. We did it, guys. Yeah. Ah. Thank you so much for listening. It has been so much fun teaching you all about the fancy things in life. You guys had so much to learn. I'll say this. No one responded to any emails. That will be an open offer. If you ever want to send us an email, the podcast email is oolalapodcast at gmail.com. And you can reach out to the podcast on Twitter at oolalapodcast. If you would like to reach out to me specifically, it's at Captain Tony on Twitter and Instagram. And keep an eye out on my Instagram. I'm rearing 400 posts. And I'm planning something special for post 400. Whoa, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm liking that. You can uh, follow me, Cameron Bullseye Trenalange, on Twitter and Instagram at Camelange. I've been trying to use my Instagram a little more, maybe not to the same scale as Sean. You've been posting some good stories lately. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so follow me there. I'll be, I'll be making sure to give it a little more attention. Uh, I am still uh, Jared Simon says. I am your rock. You can find me (laughs) wherever you type in Jared Simon says. That's so true. All right, and let's close this one out with a toast, folks. All right, let's do it. Keep your glass as high as you can and your spirits even higher. Cheers. 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 Hey, guys. You know why they call me Bullseye? Why? No, why do you? Why do they call you Bullseye post-credits, Cameron? It's guess because I never miss, huh? Oh. <laughs> 2018, Fortnite. Oh, my God. All right, there's nothing that uh, I love more than eating in the bathroom, so without further ado. All right, let's get this started. I'm gonna eat these clams I've got here. Let's start out nice and easy with this one. Oh, okay. It's like eating in its natural habitat. It's like uh, from whence you came, sort of. Here you are, little clam. The clam was born in the ocean. It traveled all this distance. And now here it is, completing its life cycle in a rain of water. Granted, it's not salt water. Okay, let's try this other clam. Oh. Oh. That's a crunchy clam. Oh, that one's got sand in it. Oh no, the water here in the shower is eating up the clams. It's almost like they're being re-steamed. One more bite of this crunchy clam. I'll tell you what, that's me, not the clams. Oh God, okay. All right, I think I understand this fully and completely now. Yeah, I give that experience a 13.